The Sons of Saturday podcast is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Pharmacy. Located right on Main Street in Blacksburg, Virginia, Main Street Pharmacy is proudly owned by a Hokie family and has been a partner of this podcast since 2020. MSP offers free delivery, curbside pickup, and vaccinations as well. If you are a student or resident in the Blacksburg area, you can always trust that at Main Street Pharmacy, you are not just a number, you are a neighbor. everybody surprise it is sunday january 7th it is noon 11 o'clock in houston um had a little time discrepancy there but it is 11 o'clock in houston i start my 74 72 hour fast today and i was like how can i distract myself i haven't even started yet it starts at one o'clock how can i distract myself (laughs) from this horrible horrible event what better way to do it than to interview qb1 kyron drones Kyron Drones took over in week three of the 2023 season. He finished the year with 2,085 passing yards, 818 yards on the ground, and accounted for 22 touchdowns, 17 to 3 touchdown and interception ratio, and is one of the best returning quarterbacks in the ACC. Kyron, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank y'all for having me. I'm glad to be here. We're fired up. So you are in Houston, correct? Yes. Did you have a wonderful Christmas? Best gift that you got? How has the trip home been? Uh, my Christmas, I spent it at the bowl game. So we, we was in DC for it. I know um, you got a gift though. I'm a, I'm a military bowl alumni. We did get the Xbox one when that just came out. So I'm wondering, did they, did the military bowl hook you up? Do you have anything cool? Oh, it wasn't nothing like that. It was like clothes mainly. Like, oh man, we got it. We got to get that. We got to, we got to <laughs> step that back up. We got to step that back up. So um, you come to Blacksburg in early 2023 and want to start before 2023. Uh, your decision to come to Virginia Tech from Baylor, uh, December of 2022, Tebow comes out to see you. What ultimately led you to choosing Virginia Tech? Uh, I guess my visit, because, I mean, I felt like a connection with Coach Tebow, like as soon as like I met him and just the fact like, the first day the portal opened, he flew to Waco to see me. Like that just showed me like I was your number one priority. And that's what I wanted. Uh when I was leaving, I just wanted a coach and a team that wanted me and that needed a quarterback. So talking to Tebow, I feel like it was an instant connection, just uh knowing what I want, knowing how he wants to win and all that. And then just when I got to Blacksburg, I just wanted to see how it was. And then once I seen that like, it was a good place and how much Blacksburg loves football, how much Virginia Tech uh endurance football and then i seen a sandman all that and then yeah it was a wrap so wait what was your fate what was what was the moment where you were actually there with the pads on where you looked around and you're like all right this place is pretty damn cool is there a specific moment that stands out you talking about like during the season during the season uh probably probably the first home game Cause you see it on the videos, but like the videos, like, yeah, that gets you hype. And then once you like finally see it in person, it's like crazy. And then the first home game. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. And then probably like, it's like got to be like my first home game start, like pit game. 
We love the pit game. We've we've talked a lot about that fun pit game on this podcast here. But uh, you know, going back, going back to your decision, Kyron, you and your brother Jeremiah Byers both transferred in that 2022 cycle from Texas schools to ACC schools. Now, your dad, being a football coach, what kind of input or impact did he have when you were making that decision? Uh, just that this time around, like I can't go for the foolishness that uh that the coaches say like out of high school, like I already know like what's being real and what's fake. So I know like what to look for and then just find the school that really wants me. And that was Virginia Tech. And then I fell in love when I got on campus and then it goes on from there. How has the adjustment been moving to Blacksburg? A little bit of snow. It's a little cold. It is windy. There are mountains there. I know I've driven across Texas, not a ton of mountains there. Uh, What has the adjustment been like moving to Southwest Virginia? Uh, It's been good. I mean, when I first got to Virginia, I wasn't used to it at all. Like I wasn't used to that amount of cold, the snow, and then just like winter workouts because like we don't have like our facility so big we don't we have a heater in our work in our indoor so like winter workouts is freezing cold it's freezing it's, in there bro it's colder <laughs> in the indoor than it is outside so once you like you get like a week into it you get used to it and then just practice it's cold you gotta get used to that so now i'm i'm adjusting and i'm used to it now but uh at first it was a struggle so I got, I actually, I would love for you to weigh in on this. So the big stink on social media for Virginia Tech has been, we need to spend millions of dollars on these LED lights. I actually think having somebody step up and put a heater in the indoor facility would be a big time, big time move. Are you a bigger proponent for LED lights or a heater in the Beamer Lawson facility? No, I need the heater. <laughs> I need the heater because probably say he's working on it, so... It is cold in there, man. February, February, and March are just brutal, brutal in that indoor facility. Yeah, um, watching, uh, watching like people in the pro day last year. I don't know how they did it. No, no. <laughs> and speaking, speaking of brutal weather and uh, the impact of uh, of just uh, the elements, came into the game late versus Purdue early on. What were some of the biggest challenges you faced uh what were some of the biggest adjustments that you had to make when you went from uh taking over the offense uh, i would say my first thought was like really the uh it was the Rutgers game before marshall but uh mm-hmm. i guess it would say like when i first started like i knew everything but everything was like just me getting thrown into it was a little faster and then once like games went on like once i got to the pit game i guess you could see like i settled in like game got slower for me and then just me like leading the team growing in that aspect and then just leading the offense and then the whole season went on and then we just kept building off from there going one and oh trying to go one and oh uh each week and then just me leading the team to try to just win games and us believing in coach pride and that's what got us to go seven and six so Obviously, I was talking to Coach Holmes about this yesterday. Um, your skill set and grants are extremely different. When the switch was made, obviously you grew with the offense, but the offense grew with you. Um, one of the things that we noticed was we shifted from mainly an inside zone scheme to an outside zone scheme. How else do you think Tebow made your life easier and you two worked together to find an offense that fit your skill set and featured your ability to run the football? Uh, Tebow, like, he really like pays attention to the type of quarterback that he has. I mean, yeah, sometimes he'll ask me, like, what plays I want to run. But, like, most of the time he already knows, like, what type of quarterback I am, what who I am, what I like to do. 
So like us like adjusting the offense when he, we made the switch to me at quarterback, it was an easy switch. And I guess uh, the offense got quick to it. Like zone reads, always reading when it's a run play and then uh, just downfield passes and just different type of play actions and uh, just different type of plays. Like Tebow already knew what type of quarterback I was. So it was an easy adjustment. So running is a huge part of your game, but you can't really display that physicality in practice on a day-to-day basis. How do you work on that? How do you work on that physicality when you can't run people's faces over in practice every day? Me, I really don't have to like work on the physicality part. I mean, that's always been there. Like I was doing the same thing in high school. It's just, I was like glad when I finally got thrown in that fire like to finally get that because i haven't been doing it i haven't done it in three years so you mean uh, when you ran over the guy from purdue is that what you're talking about because that might have been one of my favorite moments from last season. yeah i mean my coach got on me because i didn't get out of bounds on that but like I was you were trying like, he was just in the yeah. way that's what i told him. i said i was trying to get out of bounds he just got right in my way and i couldn't move i looked at the last time like the last second but uh me working on the physicality part has always been there and i like I enjoy those moments, so uh, I just know how I how I can run. Sometimes I take too many hits, but uh, I'm gonna work on that uh, next year. Not take as many, but uh, it's always been there. So selfishly, we already talked about it. Pittsburgh game, just an unprecedented amount of fun. Night game against Pitt. Um, gotta have it. Went out and got it. Took it to him. Maybe my favorite moment of the year. I thought it was gonna be when you had the long touchdown and the. You don't see it if you're watching the game, but when I rewatch the game, you're giving every DB the business on the way down in the end zone. You're giving them the business, and then you run the football in. You get the spike. Everybody's going nuts. It's pandemonium. We're like, this feels like a moment for Virginia Tech. This feels like we have an identity, and we have gone from being the nail to being the hammer. So it just seemed like a huge turning point from a mentality of the team. Did you all adopt that bully mentality? Was that a focus? Was that something that you all were talking about? Uh, yeah, I mean, we talk about it each and every week, and we just knew we had to, like, go out there first game of ACC and just go out there and, like, punch them in the mouth, and that's what we did. Uh, me, I was tired of losing. Like, I I had to get my first win as a starter, so that's what I was trying to do. I'm always trying to win, but, uh, yeah, we adopted that uh, bully mentality, and that's what we were trying to do all season. That's what we talk about all season, and I guess that, that game just really changed things around. And I got to ask. Because I asked Bucky Hodges after, uh, I'm not sure if you saw it, when Bucky Hodges caught the touchdown against Ohio State, he hit the Dougie, which was huge back in the day, maybe dating myself a little bit. And he had to run some sprints. And I asked him after, I said, was it worth it? And he had just finished throwing up. He had to run forever. And he was like, absolutely, it was worth it, 100%. So were the sprints worth it for the spike in the end zone? Yeah, it was worth it. I mean, the sprint ain't really like, it ain't really like real sprints for real. So like, yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> i'll say this it was not the sh- it was not the uh the dougie it was actually the bobby schmurda it the bobby schmurda my fault it was the shmoney the shmoney dance <laughs> um kyron i want to comment on your efforts in the bowl game you know super rainy sloppy conditions really hard to hold on to the football and after that first fumble where Tulane scored off the turnover, we saw something from you that we saw all year. And it was your composure, able to stay focused, not get rattled. And it seems like you really have an ability to keep your cool, stay focused. Has it always been that way with you? And what would you say you attribute that to? 
I guess I got that from my dad, but it's I've been like that my whole life. Like me not getting too excited when things go right, and then me not getting down on myself when things go down, because it's always like you can't change what just happened, so you gotta go on to the next play. Like me, uh, fumbling. Like I think it was like the third play of the game. Like we got a whole lot of time left. It was just one drive, so I just knew like we gotta win this ball game, and I knew like I can't just dwell on what I just did, and I just gotta move on from that. I want to talk about Kyron, the recruiter. Uh, we saw uh, we saw a quote from Montavious Cunningham, who is a mountain of a human being, six foot three, three hundred five pounds, from Georgia State. Quote: Kyron, he was on my visit. Great guy, man. Down to earth, humble person. That's who I want to be around. That's who I want to block for. And he's built like a bleeping truck. Wow, what a quote. Um, what is the recruiting pitch and how do you feel about the future of this program when you're talking to somebody considering coming to Virginia Tech? I mean, I just give it to them straight. Like we got a lot of, we got everybody coming back on offense. Uh, we got defense going to be straight. We just got hella players out the portal. Uh, and then this team is like starving for success. This fan base starving for success. And then next year is that year. Like we can do it. Like we went seven and six this year. We're not a healthy team. A lot of people got hurt. As long as we stay healthy next year, who knows what we can do? We got a big chance to win the ACC, and who doesn't want to do that? Like, it's just a big opportunity. Fan base in Virginia Tech is crazy. I love the fans. And then just football there is insane. So, like, why would you not want to come to Virginia Tech? Why would you not want to come to Virginia Tech? Starving. I'm going to be on my 72-hour fast, but it feels like we've been on a fast since 2016. So I'm fired up about that. Um, on the built like a truck quote, I mean, you run like a heat seeking missile. I have a, I have a word that I use that I associate with how you run the ball. It's called murder ball. Like that is just straight up how you run the football. Um, you truly run angry. And I don't know how many quarterbacks are either asked to, or you seem fired up to run the ball 20 times a game. You did that four times last year. Uh, what is your mentality when you run the football? Uh, just try to like, <clears throat> never get tackled by one person. Like, I mean, that's been me since high school. I should never get tackled by one person unless it's, like, alignment or something. But still, like, I shouldn't even get tackled by alignment because I should make a miss. So uh, just me running the ball, just, like, make people miss and then just get, you know, like, how you can run. You know, people don't really want to tackle you. Like, when you coming straight at them, it's like, oh, this quarterback's not sliding. Like, uh, something's wrong with him. So, like just make people miss and then just run through somebody if they try to challenge you. We have a uh, a guy who catches balls on Sundays now, Logan Thomas. He ran the ball the same way. He would <laughs> he would take, you know, five, six, seven guys sometimes to take him down when he was quarterback at Virginia Tech. And speaking of Virginia Tech football, dual threat guys, you know, you've become the guy here at Tech heading into next year. Have you had a chance to connect with some other dual threat quarterbacks from Virginia Tech, whether it be like Michael Vick, Tyrod, Brian Randall, Logan Thomas, uh, since your time in Blacksburg? Uh, I've talked to Michael Vick uh, a couple of times. I got to do a podcast with him and uh, his cousin, but uh, that's the only one I've talked to. What is the biggest area of improvement for you in 2024? When you look to expand your game, you have a year of starting under your belt. What is your biggest focus this offseason? Being more of a vocal leader. And uh, I guess just 
even getting more comfortable with the offense, like me being in meetings with the coaches, just me being able to be a coach on the field. So Coach Price said it when he got hired at Tech. He said, we're going to have a dynamic quarterback and we're going to run the football. Uh, you had 818 yards on the ground and five touchdowns running the ball. Basial Tootin, number 33, 863 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns on the ground. We got both of you guys coming back next year, and it's really exciting to get a rushing like that, a rushing attack like that back in Blacksburg. Describe your relationship that you have with Basial Tootin. Uh, me and Basial, both two hard workers. We both, a lot of people say we both quiet. Basial is more quiet than me, but uh, on the field, he's a funny guy, and I just like being around him. Uh, we both like hard workers. Both know both know what we're capable of, and we just go to work and practice and go to work in the game. Hey, guys, this is Ali Jennings III, wide receiver for your Virginia Tech Hokies. When I committed to Virginia Tech football, I committed to the best. That's why I chose Harvey's GM in Radford. Why settle for less when you can have the best? Go to Harvey's GM for all of your vehicle needs. Tell them Ali sent you. That's Harvey's GM, Tyler Ave in Radford, or go to their website at harveysgm.com for more info. So we're going to move into our rapid fire segment. A little more fun. You don't have a lot of hair. You can let the hair down in this one. First question that I have, dinner with four people, dead or alive, who are you taking and where are you going to eat? Uh, I know who I'm taking. I don't know where I'm going to eat, though. But, okay. Uh, I guess Michael Jackson, LeBron, uh, Kobe Bryant, and I guess Kevin Hart. Who's picking up the tab? LeBron. Okay. Yeah, LeBron. <laughs> uh, can you? We already talked about comparing and contrasting Texas and Virginia. What was the loudest that you heard Lane Stadium this year? Was there any <clears> moment <throat> that you had an opportunity to look around and be like, "Okay, this is the loudest that I've heard it all season"? We've been debating what the loudest moment was. There were some Syracuse third downs this year. What moment was just wild in Lane Stadium? Oh, me paying attention how loud Lane is would be like when I run out out of in the sand, man. Once I'm like in the game, I zone everything out. So like. Mm-hmm. I don't really hear how loud it is on a third down or anything, but uh, mm-hmm. I guess I would say probably either Pitt or Syracuse. Funniest teammate award? I'm going to go with uh, the main people I'd be with. I'd be Pop and Dylan. Okay. Which coach coach is the biggest hype man on the team? Tebow. And then what was your favorite play of the entire football season? One play. I guess the downfield shot versus Pitt to get things started. (laughs) Any nicknames for you? KD one, we see that thrown around, but do you have any nicknames um, that people might not know about that are in the locker room? That I might not know about. No, everybody say KD one or KD because a lot of people can't pronounce Kyron, so I just don't even tell them Kyron. I just I, 
I will self-report. Um, <laughs> when you first arrived in Blacksburg, there were there were some Kieran thrown around. There was some Chiron thrown around. So I'm glad I'm glad that we were able to. We learned quick, but uh, but it did it did have a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah, my family would like be quick to like correct somebody, but like me, like it is what it is. I'm gonna just tell you KD and like just go from there. Mm -hmm. If you could choose one current NFL quarterback to have a one-on-one -on -one training session with, who would it be and why? That's in the league right now. Yeah. Mm, probably Jalen Hurts. I heard then, some Jalen Hurts comparisons, Kyron. Have people told you you look like Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then what else? Uh, I'll say Jalen just because, like, <clears throat> my game and, like, comparing to, comparison to his game uh, is very similar. We're both uh, from Houston. I used to – I've trained with his dad a couple times before he was even at – I think I think he was, like, his freshman year at Bama. He had just got there. But, uh, yeah, I want to train with him and just see, like, his work ethic, like, his mindset, and then just see how things go. What's your favorite spot to get a bite to eat in Blacksburg? Yeah, you you, uh, you win a game. You say, all right, hey, me and the guys are going to get some food before we go out. What are we doing? I guess after a game, I would say PKs. But, like, my favorite spot where I eat a lot is Roots. Roots. We roots love roots. I go to Roots, like, at least, like, three times a week. Yeah. Roots is fantastic. If I had a Roots here, I'd be spending hundreds of dollars a week. Um, Pre-game playlist. What is on the What is on the playlist? So I did see a highlight video with that song, Texas. I think it's Big X, The Plug. That song is fire. Big, big On that song, 100%. My cousin Lindsay showed it to me. But are there any other songs that are on your pre-game playlist? Uh, I got do have a lot of Big X, The Plug on there. Uh. I have a lot of little baby, a lot of Drake, Young Thug, and then uh, Rilo Rodriguez. Rilo Rodriguez. I'm gonna have yeah. to check them out and expand my Big X the plug, uh, Big X the plug repertoire. Yeah. What is the biggest animal that you feel confident you could beat up with your bare hands? Biggest. Mm, that's hard. It is. <laughs> My brother said a cheetah, which he absolutely would lose to, 110%. Definitely. Uh, I almost said a wolf, but I don't, I don't think I could, like, beat a wolf. Kyron, Kyron I, I, I love the confidence. I, you're taking an L to a wolf. Yeah, wolves are – they're huge. They have teeth, too. <laughs> I don't know if it had to be some type of bird. A bird? Like an ostrich? Yeah. Okay. Kyron versus an ostrich. That's a good question, actually. So that transitions nicely. So I want to paint you a picture. Look, you didn't, uh, I'm assuming you didn't grow up a Virginia Tech fan. Um, we hear like fighting with trademark, fighting with copyright. So we decided this year that we were going to come up with a new term um, and kind of make it our own. And obviously, our mascot is a bird, the hokey bird. So, what are your thoughts on Virginia Tech fans adopting the phrase? Go birds. I feel like it's too, it's just too like bland, like too plain, like go birds. Go Hokies just sound better. 
Okay. Okay. Well, if well, well, the challenge of the exercise is trying to come up with something unique. So, do you have a term that you think that would that you could just make up that you think would fit nicely? <laughs> I fly have- away, fly, Hokies, fly. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I have to get back to you on that. I haven't thought okay. about that at all. Okay, let us know. Let it, one of those days where you're where you're chattering your chattering your teeth in the Beamer Lawson facility. Just let that uh, try to try to think about that. My last question for you, Kyron. Celebrity crush. Anybody out there could be from the '90s, the 2000s. Do does Kyron Drones have a celebrity crush? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say Lotto. Lot. I don't even know who Lotto is. How do you spell that? L-A-T-T-O. She is singer? Oh, yeah. Yep, she is beautiful. Yep, good pick. Good pick. (laughs) Kyron Drones, we've really appreciated the time today. I'm not going to expose the color, but if you all are wondering, Kyron Drones is a Stanley fan. He does have the Stanley on deck. Um, I know it's kind of taken over the country now, but Kyron, thank you so much for your time. We really, really appreciate it. Best of luck uh, this upcoming spring. Stay warm in the indoor facility. Sweatshirt under the t-shirt. And looking forward to next year. Thank you for having me. to wander tripping in the sand we smoke out windows drink till we can't stand but i saw you dance like you want to in my head and all that she said is